Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. A game by a man that continues to impress every single week. Ah, we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? Welcome to the post game show. Every each and every post game show is brought to you by our good friends over at betonline.ag. I hope that you made as much money uh, as I did today. Only game I lost was Washington on the betting side of things, Washington and Oregon State, but today was a nice day. Not a better day for me, though, than a guy named Jaden Daniels as he had 413 yards passing on 30 attempts, 25 completions, six touchdowns, 96 yards rushing, two touchdowns with a long of 29 yards. Malik Neighbors with an exceptional game again. I think he's around 140 or 120 yards to break the all-time LSU record for receiving yards in a career. He had eight catches, 140 yards, two touchdowns. Brian Thomas, four catches, 103. Kyron Lacey continues to emerge here. Five catches, 101, two TDs himself. Um, Massive game. You know, look, I I think it just goes to show for a lot of people – that um, Jay, how much Jaden wants this. And look, man, I, I know some people will say it's unsportsmanlike for you to not um, take him out earlier. But, hey, man, this is what you're playing for. And if you don't want to play these type of games, you don't want to get like absolutely routed, don't come and play him. And it's not like LSU ran it up on you completely. They only scored seven points in the third quarter, 14 points in the fourth final score of 56 uh to 14 good to see a lot of guys in there on offense mac markway getting his first touchdown of his career at lsu trey holly with some good runs there at the end josh williams getting uh, uh, involved a lot uh early noah kane getting a rush but today was all about Jaden daniels and quite honestly 
Um, I know that Georgia State only scored 24 – or, excuse me, 14 points. Nevertheless, um, you still gave up 365 yards. Uh, This defense still has struggles. And you face the Texas A&M team next week. That will – look, they're not good right now. You know that they're in chaos. Jane Daniels, I think, is four touchdowns away from 50 total on the year. So you play at 11 a.m. But I thought all in all was a good game. You gave up some big plays to them. Um, after the first half, if I'm not mistaken, or first quarter, um, or wait, that was early in the second quarter. Early, early in the second quarter, the third drive for Georgia State, they had the long run from Carroll for 44 yards, and they didn't score again. So you had a good uh, second half, uh, not – uh, letting them score, but you kept the ball a lot in the second half. You had it for an entire quarter. You only had it for 10 minutes in the first half, but you had it a total of 24, which just goes to show um, that, look, you, I mean, you played a lot of, of try to play a little bit of keep away there. Uh, everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share if you're on Facebook. Do us a favor. Hit that like button. Hit the share. Share to all those social media groups. Share to all those social media pages. If you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, notification bell. Wherever you're listening to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. We will get to your comments. If you send in the Super Chats on YouTube, we'll get to all of those. And in about 30 minutes, we'll start taking some phone calls. Yes, I did see the Jordan Travis um, broken leg. I feel bad for him. Very, very bad for him. Um, You don't want to see him go out like that. You know, um, if you hadn't seen it, uh, viewer discretion is advised on that one. Reminded me a lot of Dak, the way that Dak broke his leg a couple years ago. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, shout out to, this is non-paid promotion, but uh, uh, this this bourbon's pretty good. It's toasted, was it? Uh, hell, what do you call that? Um, hold on. It's pretty good, man. pretty good got to admit so um let me look at it right here the bells hayden or Brazil, however you say that the Brazil hate whatever you call it i got the toasted it's pretty good i don't even know how to say that shit but it's good it's really good it's what we've been sipping on here today um but yeah um so yeah so look I, I was kind of monitoring a little bit some of the Heisman candidates. Marvin Harrison did not have a great game. Michael Penix did not have a great game. The only person that had somewhat of a decent game, obviously, uh, is Bo Nix. This will come down to, obviously, uh, ne- the next two weeks for Jaden. He's got to have a big game um, next week, and that's what you're playing for offensively. And, look, man, Malik Neighbors going out there, laying it on the line for his quarterback – uh, in the second half, I, I speak. I think speaks volumes. Now, listen, I'm going to talk a little bit bad here. Just say a couple of things that I'm sure you don't want to come in here and listen to. But look, we got to talk about it, and then we'll talk about a lot of positive things here tonight. I know that you shut out Georgia State in the second half. That's a really good uh, performance to do so. I, I for me, I just I, I can't understand like. 
Brian Kelly said multiple times throughout his press conferences last, well, really just let's call it all year, that we are limited on some of the things that we can run defensively because of personnel. I Look, it is arguably the biggest thing that I've disagreed with him since he's been with here. I, I call bullshit. You're not changing a goddamn thing, right? Like, you're not changing a damn thing defensively. The simple nature that you have a team like Georgia State that busts a 44-yard run on a simple zone read on you is quite honestly bullshit. That should not happen. Now, I get that teams can play down and all this kind of BS, and but some of these things, man, are like the first and, first and third drive, okay, both scoring drives. They come out the gate, they start punching you in the mouth. And I don't think that Georgia State had a bad game offensively. Now, you did some good things in the second half. Mason Smith finally not listening to coaching and just playing like he should play the swim move going to get a sack that's what you need to do I don't get at this point like who gives a shit what Matt House is saying like I get hit your gap yes I'm not telling you to completely just not play and do and run the play call that you're supposed to but on a third and nine swim the motherfucker and go and get the sack. You know what I mean? Like, he did that tonight, and uh, it, it, I'm glad to see that. Very glad to see that. Um, a, another thing. Guys, we're just from a personnel. So, I can talk about House all the live long day. And, I, and I, I'm not going to continue to waste more breath, at least not tonight on him. Because I don't I, – look. He ain't going to change shit, and it's going to look a lot of the same. Same style, same scheme, same formation, same philosophy, right? And so, like, if you're not going to change scheme, you're not going to do different things in personnel, and um, if your philosophy isn't going to change when your defense is bad, you know, then it is what it is. You, I, I, I'm, not gonna, I'm not trying to call this player out, but I'm going to give you – an example, why it is personnel. Guys, like, for example, LaTerrence Welsh got beat on the fade route tonight. The truth is, too, Georgia State should have scored 21 points, that fade route on fourth down. So you go into the four possession. So you've given up 14 points on three drives, right? Georgia State completely shoots themselves in the leg, okay? They get a uh, uh, first down on a run, a uh, no gain, a delay of game, a catch of five, a fourth down fade route in the back of the end zone on JV and Toviano that should have been caught. The receiver lost in the lights. Let's call it what it is. Man, you should have been tied at 21, right? Like that game should have been tied at 21. If that kid does not miss the ball in the lights, then it's 21. Game, when you miss big things like that, like and you get breaks, the very next play, Brian Thomas Jr. had that 70-yard touchdown reception. Then you go up 14. That clearly just changed things. You could tell that Georgia State was a little just flustered after that. But personnel scheme, it's a lot of things here, man. It's a lot of things. And I know you don't – after a win, after you blow somebody out, you don't want to come in here and talk about – some negative stuff. And, and and look, I'm with you. I, I, I get it. I understand it. But I would be remiss to not come in here and just tell the truth. You know, you're not going after a quarterback that, quite honestly, is not making his progressions. The kid Granger from Georgia, uh, Georgia State tonight was not great at going through possessions. 
One, two, run. He was out of there. And why you're not sending pressure, why you're not sending blitzes is just a massive thing for me as to why, like, I I start questioning. Now, again, I've been on this show. I I don't, um, I don't believe personally, like, I I really believe this. I, I don't believe personally that I know more football than Matt House, but coaches are coaches, right? They're not the end-all, be-all when it comes to knowing every little single detail, okay? I'm not saying coaches are the smartest people of all, of all time. I'm not saying they're the dumbest people of all time. What I'm saying is, is that I just don't understand the mindset. I feel like if I could understand a little bit more of the mindset, like if we could get him in a press conference, hey, man, why are you running the same shit? I would be amazed to hear what he's got to say. Like, blown away to hear what he's got to say because he doesn't have an excuse. Now, what he's going to have to do, okay, is say it's personnel. And that's going to be his answer. But he can say that all the live long day. Uh, It is what it is. All right, Barry B., Thank you so much for the super chat. It gives a $19.99 super chat. He says, without a doubt, in my opinion, this is the worst defense ever at LSU. House and the entire defensive staff needs to be fired at the end of the season. Thank you so much, Barry B., for the super chat there. Yes, you can send in super chats. We will get to those comments. I I agree with Barry. Guys, this is worse than 20. The problems you had in 20 defensively were not a personnel issue because we found that out when Orgeron got fired the next year and let Durante Jones do whatever he wanted to, and your defense went from 120th in the country. Guys, you got into the 70s, right? And so you jumped 50 spots in three weeks. The reason you only gave up six yards rushing to Alabama, like y'all remember that vividly, I think you had five, four or five sacks in that game or three or four or five sacks. Uh, Mike Jones, who Mike Jones, Mike Jones. had a, a sack, a big, a big sack in that game. So, like, you knew that that one wasn't personnel. The problem now is, is it's, it is a mixture of both. And, and I'm not going to come in out here and tell you it's not because it is. Um, LaTerrence Welsh, JV and Toviano getting beat in man-to-man coverage. It, it, it's an issue. But another big issue is I hate being run on. Like personally, no. Let's let's pull this up because I wanna I wanna look at it. Um, guys, they ran for 148 yards on you. Almost it's 4.8 yards per carry. But f- let's just round up to five, right? Like guys, they they ran the ball five yards a pop on you. Like that that's inexcusable. Okay, very inexcusable. Uh oh. Very inexcusable. I don't know why it keeps doing that. So, like, that can't happen. Now, I do like what you did on third and fourth down, okay? Getting off the field, all right, is a big deal here. Five for 12 on third down, one for four on fourth down, it's a big deal, okay? So, I'm not going to come out here and tell you anything different. But the, the main thing here, okay, and what we should be talking about is Jane Daniels. 25 of 30, 413, six touchdowns. Ran for 96, two touchdowns. But, like, I look at the left here, man, the Darren Granger kid. Like, look to look at Georgia State stats here, okay? 
the kid went 23 of 39 for 179 and a touchdown. Like, it's something that we talked about all week, man. And I, I a lot of people were getting pissed off with me, and I understand why. But, I, look, during the week I said, don't don't play around with that kid. Like, you you got to take it to him. All pause, but you got to take it to him. And because he's not a bad player, he's not a bad quarterback. And he wasn't. Guys, 23 of 29 is not a bad stat line. And they ran on you. They threw it on you. Yeah, they only had 14 points, which is the only thing that matters. You got off the field on third down. It's a big deal. All right, I'm off my soapbox, okay? I'm off my soapbox. I'm not going to continue to, you know, hammer that home. What I am going to hammer home is is quite simply this, okay? Jane Daniels, all right, let me just say this. Jane Daniels deserves the Heisman Trophy. And, look, I am on the LSU postgame show, on a show that we I created, okay, that covers LSU 24-7. I know it sounds biased. But you're going to have to explain to me how he is not the best player in the country. We can say it every week. We can, we can come out here and say it every week. Guys, eight touchdowns on air is a lot, right? Like, it's a lot. How more accurate Jane Daniels is at throwing the football? Guys, if I would have come out here a year ago today, right? So a year ago today, you played, if I'm not mistaken, around the, the same time, not maybe the same day, you played Arkansas. And Jane Daniels did not play good in the snow, okay? LSU woke up the next morning, it had snowed, didn't play well. It was the Harold Perkins game. Remember, Harold Perkins came out, had four sacks. Jane Daniels had the flu, didn't look good, okay? Played a horrible game the next two weeks, okay? Would go into Georgia, all right, throw for 200 yards in the first half, in which I thought was arguably the best game, a best half of football that he had played to that point because that was the national championship team in that defense. But, man, he if I would have told you a year ago that this time frame, the week going into Thanksgiving, that there would be multiple games next year that Jane Daniels would throw for 400 yards, you would call me a liar. The, the progression that he has made, the steps that he has taken are astronomical. Right? I mean, it's I, – I mean, I know a lot of people don't want to compare it to Burrow. It's Burrow-esque. Right? It's Burrow-esque. And it, it just – it pisses me off that we are here in reference to – like, look, man, we have no business. Like, we, we have every business being in the playoff picture. And, and not only that, okay – like, if this were next year, all right? Like, even if this were next year, guys, you'd be battling for a playoff spot in the 12-team playoff. So, you would have really needed Florida to win night for you to get in there. But, you know, I digress. But you're a top – guys, you're going to be a top 15 team the remainder of the, the, remainder of the year. You know, I, I don't see you getting anywhere close in top inside the top ten. Not a great season, not like a fantastically great season, a really good season, and, and that's where you're at. But it's an elite season by your quarterback. It's an elite season by your offense. It's an elite season by Mike Denbrock and Joe Sloan, 
uh, uh, Frank, Wilson, Cortez Hankton. Like, guys, you can't get better than what you got on the offensive side of the football. Like, you, you, you just can't. And, you know, it, it, it is what it is. You know, it, it, is, it is what it is. I hate it. I, I, I hate every second of it. But nothing I can do about it. Like, literally nothing I can do about it. The only thing that can happen now is that next week you you play Texas A&M and you got guys that will be in attendance. At least it, it, it seems as if you will have guys in attendance like Dominic McKinley, Gabe Relaford, Terry Bussey, and others that, frankly, you got to flip. Like, you got to take two or three of them. You got to take two or three of them. You're going to have Louisiana guys that hit the portal, right? Like Mississippi State's in flux. They got some Louisiana guys. Can you get grab some of them? Can you get some more Louisiana guys that want to come home? Okay, that will be a, a big thing here, a big, very big thing for you here. I don't think you're as – look, as crazy as this sounds, I don't think you're as far off as, as it feels like. Now, I've – I, I think Garrett Nussmeyer can come in next year and do some good things. But I think offensively you figured a lot of things out and you're well well above where you probably should be. Well well above. But Logan Dig Logan Diggs goes out, no problem. Like the these two freshman backs, I, I think look really good. John Emery obviously towards ACL, he's a no go. Josh Williams, a senior, he won't be next year. But I, I look at both freshman running backs. I look at Trey Hiley. I look at Caleb Jackson and say, look, man, offensively, you look really good for next year. You got some really good personnel. You got a lot of offensive linemen returning. You know, we'll, we'll see what Miles Frazier does. We'll see what Garrett Dellinger does. Okay, but name one time this year you've, uh, you've heard, you've complained about Garrett Dellinger. Like, name a time that you've said to yourself, and Garrett Dellinger just keeps getting beat. You you haven't. So you got pieces along the offensive side for next year. And Jaden Daniels is benefiting from some of that, sure. But he's also so electric that, I mean, <laughs> he's just the best freaking player in college football, man. And I never, I, I honestly thought, and I said this on this show in 2019, I never thought that I would ever be in a position where I would see another Heisman in my lifetime at LSU. I just didn't – I honestly just didn't think it happened. The simple fact that within five years we've had two of them is incredible. And I don't think people realize how – because there's only one Heisman Trophy winner, right? You know, like – LSU is a place where Billy Cannon was the only one. Then Joe came along. And I don't know if Jaden's going to win it. He deserves to win it. He, he deserves to win it. He gets, Dude, he has four touchdowns next week. And he gets 50 total touchdowns in the regular season. I, I, I don't know how anybody could not vote for him. No way. Uh, Trey. On YouTube with the four ninety nine dollars super chat says prayers out to Jordan Travis. Yeah, man, that was so bad. I feel bad for the kid. 
He says, happy Thanksgiving to everyone and go Tigers. Yeah, I hope everyone does. Thank you, Trey, for the super chat. I hope everyone does have a uh, happy turkey day. Um, I like Thanksgiving. You know, like I like it. It's not, I'm more of a Christmas guy myself. I like, I love the food, obviously. Look at me, you know. Um, But yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. I enjoyed it a lot. I, I, I love this time of year, man. I just wish, the only thing I wish is, is maybe y'all going to call me crazy. I, I wish it was a little bit colder. You know what I mean? Um, I'm a cold weather type of guy. A very much cold weather type of guy. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. All right. You know what we'll do? We'll, um, we can get to some phone calls a little bit earlier tonight. Normally, we, we wait about 30 minutes, but we we can do that. We can do that. Jane Daniels, so I just got sent this. Jane Daniels and Bo Nix. Bo Nix is plus 120 to win the Heisman. Jane Daniels now is plus 130. So it looks like they are neck and neck to win it. They are right there. And look, that Bo Nix, that, unfortunately, that Bo Nix game um, against Washington, um, that extra game is going to be big for him. It's going to be really big for him. You ha- I hate that for Jaden. I-, I mean, I really do. But it is what it is, you know. I, I mean, I just hope that there's people that use common sense. Like, I, I-, I really do feel like it'd be highway robbery if Jaden doesn't win it. it. It'd be so It'd be so bad. All right. We'll take some phone calls here. 225-435-9387. Two two five four three five nine three eight seven. I'm putting it inside the chat. You can call in. What do you think of the game? What do you think of Jaden's Heisman chances? But yeah, Carlton Landry says not to whine, but why eleven a.m. next Saturday? That sucks. Because A&M just fired their coach for seventy-eight million. That's why. All right, let's get you your phone calls. Let me get this in here. All right, hold on. I know it's already ringing. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? What's going on? It's Brandon from Atlanta. What'd you think of the game, man? Hey, man. It was a great game. You know, Jaden did what Jaden does. I mean, like you said, I don't know what what else he needs to do. I don't know what else he needs to do to win the Heisman, but... Can't even have an eight, eight touchdown performance. Eight touchdowns is no matter the, the opponents is eight touchdowns. For he's sure, been the best player in college football. For sure, I, I believe he's the best player in college football, and you, it's hard to do that on air. You're right, because I mean, especially with like you said, giving the, the defense that's been dreadful all year, and outside of that, outside of the three losses, that's not his fault. You can't. You, there's nobody better. I mean. It's, a, it's an individual award, not a team award. Yeah, that's, and, what, that's, that's one thing. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was say that's that's one thing that folks. I mean, I know it's, it's, you know records does does play in, uh, a part in it, but it's mainly in uh, individual award. I so, I agree. All right, I appreciate the phone call, buddy. Appreciate you. All right, two two five four three five nine three eight seven. 
Uh, Renee says, have a good night, Blake. Well, you ain't got to go nowhere, Renee. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Hey, Blake. It's uh, Paul from behind enemy lines in Georgia. The area code 770. What you think of the game, buddy? Uh, I thought it was awesome. Eight for eight. Uh, Daniels is on his game tonight. Very much on his game tonight. Uh, let me ask you this. What would you think of the defense? Um, disappointed again. And uh, I did something today. Uh, I went back and listened to one of the first interviews that Madhouse gave to uh, one of your uh, colleagues. And uh, then he stressed that when we were chatting, he says, tackling, run to the football, multiple coverages, front seven, be disruptive. Haven't seen much of that. Uh, to be honest with you, that's what I was expecting. Yeah, and, and look, I, the one thing I'll give him, tackling is a want to, to some degree, right? Like, meaning, you know, like, you you got to go in there and want to tackle, okay? Like, you got to be a ruthless son of the, son of the bitch, as my grandma would say. You got to be a ruthless son of the bitch. And I don't know if, they, if a lot of times these guys want to do that. I don't blame Matt House on some of that. But I agree. You got to get your guys there mentally to want to go and do it. Yes, uh, your colleague uh, Carter uh, even mentioned, I think today in one of his uh, podcasts, that uh, looking at the SEC other than LSU, he says only Alabama and Georgia defense has any really interest or desire to tackle and just be mean SOBs. Everybody else is soft. Yeah, they're 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 soft. I appreciate the call, man. Thank you. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS post game show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? What's up, Blake? Man, it's it's Bowleg again. Uh, <laughs> Bowleg, uh, but yeah. What's up, Bowleg? Uh, What'd you think of the game? Man, look. Uh, first of all, I want to say. Ain't no doubt Jaden is a landslide for Heisman, but I, you know, I'm kind of worried that he's gonna get uh, he's gonna get screwed on it. I and do too. The only thing that you hear about with the commentators is is, is Bo Nix, and and uh, you know, it's like, man, put them put them in the SEC West and see what they do. But I, I well, we have seen Bo Nix in the SEC West. We have seen it exactly. And that's why he's not in there no more. But let me tell you this. I commented this on the, on the comment. Georgia State quarterback in the first half was 18 for 22 mm -hmm. with 160 yards and a TD. Right. They had, 80, they had 82 yards rushing in the first half with a TD. That should have been their total stats for the game at max. I, I went and looked at, you know, you can compare Georgia State to Chattanooga State, which which played Alabama. They had less stats than that. Yeah, and, and look, man, here here's the truth too. All right, Bama's hitting on all cylinders. I think you ran into a buzzsaw against them because they look freaking phenomenal. That's three weeks in a row that Jalen Milrow's gone the fuck off. Well, I, oh, I, I get that. No, I'm not but, saying but, you don't. I'm just saying like. 
I, I, all I'm saying is like, you should be there. It's what I'm trying to say, right? Like you should, mm -hmm. you should be there and you're not there. I Bowleg, I appreciate the phone call, buddy. All right, brother. All right, man. You're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? I said Jacob from uh, Little Rock. What's up, Jacob from Little Rock? Man. <laughs> man, we got to get rid of my house. All right. You want to see him gone? Oh, yeah. Okay. If, uh, we, don't, we don't get him gone, man. It, these things going to be terrible next year. I think Nuss next year is going to take over and do great things, but we got to get rid of Matt House. Who would you go after? I'd love to see I was defensive coordinator. He ain't coming here. Phil Parker's not coming uh, here. Oh, yeah, I know. I know, man. It'd just be, it'd be great to have him. <laughs> yeah, he ain't coming you, here. Who would you go after, Blake? Somebody with a pulse. Not named Matt House. <laughs> I think there's some good DCs. I I, I, you know, I think there's some good DCs out there. Um, you know, there there's some good DCs. I'm not gonna I'm not yeah. gonna go there yeah. yet. What else do you think of the game? I think Jaden looked good. Jaden didn't win the Heisman. It's highway robbery. It's, I I agree. It's, it's, it's I mean, Bo Nix is great. But he's not putting up the numbers Jaden's putting up, and the improvement we all seen in Jaden, and he deserves a Heisman. I mean, it's 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 phenomenal what he's done this year. I appreciate the phone call, man. Right, you have a good night. Good night, Blake. Appreciate you too, you, buddy. Man. Thanks, man. All right, you're on the phone with Blake. Oh, hey, hey, hey! Turn the show down in the background. Turn the show down. You're on the phone with Blake oh, Rafino. This is the AYS post game show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Look, hey, look, we we all the way turned up, Blake, man. <laughs> Oh shit! What you what y'all got going on out there? Y'all partying hey, or what? Look, you you on the phone with Jaden's family family right now? Oh shit! Hey, look, all the way from California, Blake. Hey, we just want to shout you out, man. Since day one, since day one, you have been the only one in, in the state of Louisiana showing love since we came from Arizona. And I and I <laughs> hey look. And we've and we've been tuning in to you, dude. We just want to just we just want to give you love, bro. We want to give you support. We want to show some appreciation because since day one, everybody has been doubting this boy, right? And the crazy thing is this: look, we've been going at it with Bo Nix since the Under Armour All American game, mm -hmm. right? We call you know what I mean. So look, look, look. We just want to tell you thank you. I didn't even call in to say nothing about Jaden, man. Well, hold on, hold on now, hold on now. If you're gonna be on the phone. Should my, how about this? How about this? Campaign for my man. Why should he win the Heisman? Give it to me. Family to family, tell me why the man should win the Heisman. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you this, right? There's not another candidate. There's not another candidate that has the, the integrity, Ooh. right? The poise, the toughness, the physical ability, for one, right? And we're talking about dual threat, right? And a, a lot of people keep comparing him to to Joe Burrow. Why are you comparing him to Joe Burrow? He's better. Right? You give him that same, and I'll say this, I know there's a lot of Louisiana fans listening, right? But you give him that same defense. Right? You give him that same defense with those same players, with that same drive, with that same ambition, with that same, look, same passion, and you put him on that field. Right? And then let's hear Blake talk about those guys. I, I promise you guys right now, it'll be about 2 million people on this live right now. <laughs> Right? And, and I feel like 
He's given everything to the he state has. of Louisiana. He has. I, I think. I, I think that the. Uh, I think that the borough comparison is just a. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? It's statistical. No, I think it's a. Um, it's a the ultimate compliment that you can give Jaden. You know what I mean? Like meaning, because of because of what Burrow did in reference to, okay, like overcoming those things that LSU had failed, right? Mean, putting him in the same sentence. So look, is putting him as one of the top five best LSU athletes of all time, right? And so when Jane Daniels hangs the cleats up here, I, to me, and I've said this a, a couple of times already, I think he's one of the top five um, best athletes at LSU's ever had. Like, you're talking about Shaq. You're talking about Burrow. You're talking about Matthew. You're talking about so many different dudes, right? And for him to be in that sentence, I think when people in Louisiana give him that compliment, it's to say, like, hey, man, he's there, you know? But, look, I I love what Jaden has brought to the table. You know, I, I've never really understood a lot of the criticism um, but man, is he so fun to watch, man? I appreciate I appreciate y'all uh, calling in. No, I appreciate you, Blake. I just wanted to just call, give you some love. And uh, tonight, man, we were a little we were just a little upset, man. They didn't let him break that record, man. They took him out. I know he was a little upset as well after the game. Um, but yeah, man, they couldn't let him get that, man. That was, hey, hey, take, hey can I before I get you out of here? Can I tell you the truth? When my man got horse collared, I said, "Get his ass out of there!" <laughs> oh, yeah, get him out of there! I'll get him out of there! I don't want to see my man get hurt. That was that was on his bucket list when he came there. Was Literally, to get the nine to get the nine touchdowns. To get the, to get the nine, yeah, that was that was on his bucket list. Everything that he's wanted to do, he's literally doing it, and it's crazy. Literally since his uh, since his uh, junior year in high school, so it's just crazy to see. Uh, what this kid has been able to do. That kid, man. That kid. Be able to watch it, you know? So, like. Absolutely. I appreciate it. He lost his grandparents, Arizona State. He lost both of them. That's why he had that 10 uh, interception season. You know, he lost them three weeks apart. He had to go finish the rest of the season. And just see him overcome this and, and, and switch and come to LSU and start from scratch. And everybody doubted him and everybody, you know, just, just wrote him off. To see him overcome and do this, his story is just amazing, you know. So I just appreciate you, man. Just us as a family, you know, we've been watching you and you've just been doing nothing but just pushing positivity his way. Um, and he's been listening too, so just he's, he's giving you a thanks as well. So I just want to shout you out, man. Appreciate the phone call, buddy. Thank you all so much, man. Hey, hey, Blake, you, you, you have no idea how you impact – you have no idea how much you impact the kids, you know what I mean, that, that actually played this game. You know what I mean? And the families that, that listen. So, you know, the things that you say, we appreciate it, bro. I appreciate the phone call, man. Thank you for the kind words. All right, man. Much love. All right, brother. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS Post Game Show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? What's up, Blake? It's Dakota. What's up, Dakota? What would you think of the game? Um, good play by Jaden Daniels. Eight touchdowns. Um, very good game of him. Very happy to see some of the uh, plays on offense. The defense did not really play great in the first half, and it was pretty okay in the second half, but I think it was pretty cool to see some Garrett Nussmeyer late in the game, even though it really wasn't really much at all. Yeah, I don't think he threw the football once, did he? Nope. Uh, Uh, It was good to see him, but, you know, look, 
you know, everybody, and I get the game rep type thing. You know, Garrett's had some game reps, you know, but the the bottom line is is that, look, man, this, like, it's a massive, it's a massive accomplishment for Jaden to win the Heisman for himself, for his family, for his legacy. It's also a massive deal for LSU in recruiting and in so many different ways, it's massive for LSU. So I'm glad they're trying to go get it for him, man, you know? Yes, sir. And you're not, you're not, you're telling everything you're saying is the truth, man. That's why they call you Blake Rafino, AYS Sports. <laughs> I appreciate for the phone reason. call, man. Thank you so much. See you, Blake. All right. Just getting more compliments than I know what to do with here. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS Post Game Show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Yes, uh, this is Drew Rosenbaum from uh, Meridian, Mississippi. How y'all doing tonight, Blake? Doing good, man. What you think of the game? Man, I thought that, uh, you know, obviously good win for LSU, but it just it feels like I'm watching a waste of a season. I really yeah. do. I feel sorry for uh, our quarterback, Jaden Daniels. I, I, I just had wish that the defense could – could have been at least halfway decent this year. We'd have been in the college football playoffs. I agree. I agree. What what uh, what else did you think of? What did you think of the defense? What did you think of the game tonight? I thought that uh, offensively, uh, I, we did what I thought we would do. I thought we'd go up and down the field and make the score anything we wanted. Uh, defensively, in the first quarter, maybe first quarter and a half was the same defense we've seen all year, which was pathetic. Uh, missed tackles, missed just blown coverages, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, just really just, just flabbergasted, to be quite honest with you. But, yeah, I mean, a win's a win. And we're, you know, like I said, and uh, improved 8-3. and three. Hopefully we'll win next week. We'll go 9-3, and three, maybe a 10-win season, whoop-de-doo. But, you know, I guess, you know, some teams out there, like, you know. When's the last time – But let me ask you this. When's the last time LSU had back-to-back 10-win seasons? Uh, let's see. Uh, Somebody in the chat help us out. I mean, it's been a hot little minute since we've had back-to-back 10-win seasons, no? You, you got a good point. I, 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 Like I said, I just, you know, like I said, I, I'm just disappointed. I just, you know, like I said, I had big hopes for this year, and you know, and, you know, and then watching our offense, the way they played all year, and just watching our defense, it's just very discouraging, kind of, you know. But I'm a fan, and, uh, but, uh, but I, but Matt House has got to go, uh, and uh, like I said, I don't care if you got up to up to Danny. You go get Jim Leonard. You give him what he wants. That's my opinion. Jim Leonard would be my number one choice. Give him three mil a year. Give him three. I don't give a damn what you give this, is that. Damn, give that's a lot of money for a coordinator. Ball. <laughs> well, well you, I'm, I'm just telling you. You know, we got a national championship caliber offense and a mediocre defense. And if we don't get our defense straight, we're going to continue uh, to be eight and four, nine and three. And you, and and it's just that's the way I feel. You know, let me say this because we just got a super chat and maybe think of this too, just in reference, just to throw this out there. All right, Brian Kelly likely is to is going to win. Back, or have back-to-back seasons of 10 wins, right? It looks that way. Now, we'll see what happens, okay? Um, but Hugh Freeze came into Auburn and just lost to New Mexico State today, okay? Yeah, how about that? Isn't that embarrassing? Right. Wow. So, so 
to put into a little bit of perspective, it could be that bad. You know what I mean? Like it, right. it, it, it could be yeah. that bad. So uh, <laughs> I appreciate the phone call, man. Man, y'all appreciate. It. I love listening to you guys, especially you. You bring the heat, and I love listening to you. Y'all have a happy Thanksgiving. You too, buddy. Thank you. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS Post Game Show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? This is uh, Buster from Mississippi. What's the name of the game, Buster? Oh man, it was. It is was this Buster game, Tanner? Uh, this is that is correct. Buster. Are you sir. sitting in your recliner with some cowboy boots on? I no cowboy boots. No, sir. But, <laughs> but you uh, are sitting in that recliner, ain't you? No, I'm actually laying in the bed. Uh, well, I hope you. I, I mean, I hope you. You know, I hope you ain't waking up your wife calling into the show, man. No, no, she's in Mississippi. I'm actually in Texas. I got you. All right, what'd you think of the game? So I thought it was a good game. The offense played good. Uh, uh, there was a couple of drops, but you know, you can't really critique the offense at all, really. But uh, I guess. My question is for you, Blake, where is Whit Winks? In the doghouse. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I mean, his brother's been out there. Everybody else has been out there. So, I'm just curious. I mean, we had not seen him, and it's probably been, what, four or five weeks since he's played. Correct. It is. It has been. I, I do wonder, Buster, if there's been a little bit of an injury or if something happened off the field. Um, But listen, okay, let me say this. I don't believe that um, he changes anything. Like, I, I really don't. Like, I... I, I Maybe he gets you some stops here and there, but he's bad in coverage. So you're giving up, you know, what Spates has done in coverage that has been good to stopping the run. Now, why you're not playing different guys and getting other personnel in there, I don't know. Buster, like, I really don't. So um, I, I think there, I just think that the scheme is so bad at times. I don't know if Whitweek should be out there to – learn the wrong things yeah you know uh last my last thought uh if we were to go for to a, uh for another defense coordinator what about the uh the guy from ucla well i mean here's the truth now chip ain't been fired yet true i mean chip has not been fired yet so i mean you can go after him but you know, we'll see. Now, can you go get him? Yes. Look, here's the truth. If you can go get – there's only probably three coordinators in the country defensively that you can't go get. Uh, I'd say Knowles at Ohio State. I think Mike Elston at Michigan, you actually could, could go get him. I don't think you can get Glenn Schumann from Georgia. I don't think that you can get Kevin Steele from Alabama. I think everybody else in the country is on the table. Even even Parker from Iowa. I well, like is leave. he on the table? Yes. Will he leave Iowa? No. That doesn't mean he's not on the table. That doesn't mean he won't listen. But that's what I mean by that, Buster, is, okay, those are non-negotiables going after those three. I think Phil Parker would pick up the phone. 
but I don't think he'd leave. Gotcha. Appreciate it, Blake. No problem, man. Thank you. All right, 225-435-9387. Brian, uh, Tanya on YouTube says, it sucks to be Auburn tonight. Go Tigers with a $2 super chat. It does, man. It does. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Uh, Blake, this is Willie. What's up, man? What'd you think of the game? My way of Shreveport. Oh, shit. I think think the game, man, um, I think it was okay, man. But I'm really calling about Matt House, and I just want to put this out there. Um, Man, until he showed that he has some – some inkling of, of playing some kind of press coverage in, in any of his defenses, man, we're going to lose out on these recruits. You know, boys from Louisiana like to be on that island. And that's just that's the bottom line. We 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 got to get somebody in there that's, that's, that's going to play with some aggression, man. You so know, I'll tell you this. There's play. only one coach – and, and look, I like Steeples. I think Steeples is a good guy. I think Steeples has been put in a very bad situation because of scheme. All right. But here's the thing. Chevis mm-hmm. Jackson doesn't lose those arguments inside that building. Okay. And Chevis Jackson, who's a former LSU guy, is a co-defensive right. coordinator, passing game coordinator at Marshall. I'm going to tell you right now, I'd pick up the phone. I don't give a shit who your DB coach is, and I'm calling him right now. Man, come on, man. Talk to me. So this is what I'm talking about, man. I've been watching this thing from afar, man. And, and by the way, I, I listen to you every day in my truck. I, I don't watch the listen to the live thing because I, I have so much time in my truck. But I just want to say this, man. This guy has no. I mean, you can blame it on on, on the players all you want to, and, and if that's what you want to do. But I look at it and, and I see it, Blake. And and and, and the thing about it is, when they're aggressive. Those guys play better. Shit, Even yeah. They, they might get balls caught, caught on them or whatever, but when they're aggressive, they play better. You can't, you can't put anybody in space and, and tell them to hold, hold that thing up because that island is not built like that. You know, man, I had a coach yeah. at Southeastern tell me this one time when we were talking. We so we play Mississippi State, and that's when Mississippi State had, I think, um, it was like Fletcher Cox and those dudes. Okay. And he, I never forget what he told me. He, he said, listen, pit bulls don't sit on the porch, right? Come on, man. Pit bulls do not sit on the porch. And when pit bulls do sit on the porch, it's because he got his ass beat, right? And so, yeah. look, pit bull, Harold Perkins he's a has, man. <laughs> hey, that man a poodle. And not, not the big yeah. poodle. That man's a, that man's a toy <laughs> poodle. Right, he 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 doesn't fit, Blake. He doesn't fit Louisiana. <laughs> just I'm just I gotta call a spade a spade. Yeah, he doesn't. He, he, yeah, he yeah. has no idea what 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 we're about down here. You know what's funny about what you just said? We all thought Brian Kelly would be the one that didn't fit, but it's not been him. It's not him. Yeah. And I only I have one fault with Brian Kelly. One fault with Brian Kelly. What's what is? And, it? and I know. And, and I and I know you you have to do this to some some aspect when you the CEO, but he 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 tries to cover for that guy, uh, uh, and and, it, it, and you just can't cover for him. You, you, yeah, you, it's only so much you can do. Right. You know, you can't you can't keep we can't keep though we we got good kids out there, 
but they need to be in a better situation. I agree. Well, you know what? I mean, the only thing that I get on to him about, take that goddamn play sheet and start calling it your goddamn self. Hey, that's that's my other that's my other gripe, you know, because man, I I, I just can't I, I just can't sit around and, and let somebody sink my ship. Hell no, you know, so to speak. Well, because, and look, because, there man, there he, comes there comes a point too that I think number one, I think he he doesn't want to overreact. Okay. And I understand that. But the, the problem is, is that we beg Les and Ed to stop meddling. And now we got a coach that should meddle and isn't. Right? Like, he should be yeah, more involved. I, th- I, I, think, I, think he, I think he does that because he knows that we're smart enough to catch on to what he's doing. Correct. I think he wants to meddle. But I just think he don't want the, the media to go crazy on him because of uh, whatever happens. Well, you know, right, and, I, I, and if he I, if he I, does I, take I, over and they look bad, then it's going to look bad on him. Bad. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, it's just going to be more fire to add to the gasoline. Shit, it can't get you much know, so. worse, though. Well, it can't get you <laughs> damn right, Blake. It can't get much worse. I mean, Man. shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, you but know. I'm just, I'm just thinking big picture, though. We we have to we got to steal these recruits, man. Right. I mean, they 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 see. You know they don't, man. These guys, they just want to be an aggressive defense. I think if we get, we we if he played once this last week, if he just let these guys play, man, and pin their ears back, you know, uh, hell, if, if they get if there's somebody get a ball caught on, hell, they're getting ball caught on them anyway, bagging off of people. So why not be aggressive? Right, Come I on, agree. Tell me that. That's a, that's a question I want to be answered. If they already if we beat Alabama, I'd rather I'd rather let that guy uh, uh, pass on me for all those for all those yards instead of get him up in the run. I agree. Come on, man. I'm one thousand percent with you. Thank you for the phone call, man. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. He ain't he ain't lying, man. I mean, and look, you know, here here's the difference between between all this. Okay, is I hear it in your voice, man. You know, like I, I hear it in your voice, so I, I know, I know it. I know you're hurting on it. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS post game show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Blake, what's going on, man? Who does here? That's Roderick, man. Oh shit! <laughs> What'd you think of the game, man? Man, um, overall a dominant win by the offense, of course. Um, defense still look like it's struggling. Like they still don't know um, Where what to they're be. doing. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's like they still don't know what they're doing. It's like you know, there's no game plan. From what I'm seeing, it it looks like, and you know, Blake, I know you can't comment on this, but it looks like the DC is out because he's not he's not putting anything together to make make the defense relevant or even have them have any kind of stops. Like they don't do too much of anything. They're vanilla. Um <clears throat> I so I just very quickly, I don't disagree with that take. Yeah, it, it it seems like he's out and he knows it. He's not um he's not really creative. It's just more so vanilla. Go out there, play a few man, play a couple zone. You know, if they catch it, they catch it, you know, but I'm not about to spot a quarterback that can run for 50 yards. So, you know, it's up to y'all to stop him and, you know, 
um, the illustrious hands in there, like, hey, y'all can't make the tackle. <laughs> right. I agree, man. I agree, Rob. But um, like just my my wish list um consists of uh, two coordinators. Who are they? I would say um Jim Leonard and Lance Gidry are the two at the top of my list. I, don't I actually. Mind it. Um, Lance Gidry is a real, real, real good, uh, coordinator and he has Louisiana ties. So it's a big thing if he can get back here, you know, if we can't, if we, you know, um, can't get Leonard here, that would be something, um, you know, that we would, uh, we would probably have to look into because, you know, he can, the only only thing about Lance Gidry They fell apart in the second half, and they fell apart in the second half every game they've lost. That'd be right. the, that'd be the only thing that I got on Lance. But I think Lance, you know, he he well, has. A, they, go ahead. I think he's been pretty good on third down. You know, we we yeah, they have not been bad on third down. And, and look, Lance has a very long career. Okay, he was the DC at at Southeastern, my alma mater, in 2019. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and make me. And Magnese, I've got to know him really w- pretty well. I-, I like Lance as a person. I like Lance as a as a coach. The only thing I'll say is is that Lance can come in here and recruit at a high level, but you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd lean that way yet, Rob. We'll we'll see. Thank you for the phone call, buddy. I got I got one more for All you, right. uh, Blake. One more. Um. I do, I do uh, think that, and I'll, I'll end this and I'll end the call and, and get back on the show. Um, I do feel like, you know, the DBs coach and the safeties coach, they, I mean, you give, you gave them enough time, you know, it's, 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 it's enough, you know, the show and tell, you know, they have to go. I would agree on one of them, but the other one's recruiting at a higher level. So, I don't, you know, we'll see. I appreciate it, Rod. Cool deal, babe. All right. We're going to, um, look, man, it's 1130. Probably shouldn't do this, but I am. <laughs> uh, we will see y'all tomorrow, man. We'll see you tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. I'm exhausted. It's been a long day. See y'all tomorrow, man. Peace. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.